0: Well, we did it. We did it, Kyle. We did did the one thing that we never thought we'd get to. No one was expecting it, least of all us. (laughs) Folks, we've hit double-digit episodes. This is episode number ten, one zero of the Fail Sun Tragedy Hour podcast. I'm Kyle. And I'm Tim. And to mark this momentous, very special occasion that maybe two or three people will ever give a shit about, we are joined by our good friend, Henry Liebentritt.
1: Hey, welcome, Henry.
0: Oh, thank you. That was that was the warm reception that only a king could expect, and <laughs> I really appreciate it. We only have kings on this podcast. That's very true. Claire Every- Cunningham, king. <laughs> Abby Vermeer, Abby Rose. king. 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 Derek Sherry? Simp. <laughs>
1: okay, Enemy. <now> for...
0: <laughs> Enemy, get him out of here. <laughs> I want him dead. <laughs> I want him erased from the podcast. Get him out. <laughs> you had your opportunity. You were in the same womb. You could have just absorbed him. I don't, I don't remember that.
1: <laughs> Fucking failed opportunity.
0: <laughs> yeah, but... Fail, son. Opportunity. Kyle's <laughs> first fail was not absorbing his twist. My second fail was being born. Yeah, they do. Kind of... Okay, so your first fail was not being absorbed by Derek. I guess so. That's a matter of perspective.
1: Okay. Hey, yeah. But... So Henry, welcome to the show. Oh, I
0: thank you very much. I'd also it's...
1: like to congratulate you on being the only guest to actually have listened to the show.
0: Well yeah great job henry thank you well due to uh uh uh, coronavirus and the fact that my work deals in unemployment claims i've been super super busy um with work so i'm like man i gotta listen to something so i'm like let me listen to the fail boys (laughs) and they and they came through this is like one of those uh, Make-A-Wish things where it's like I want to be on my favorite <laughs> podcast.
1: If we're like, someone's favorite we podcast, one lucky
0: fan onto the show. I want to be in the garage with Mark Marin,
1: but he said he was unavailable.
0: <laughs> and, and he then, also told me to fuck off. Do
1: you guys want to hear my Mark Maron impression?
0: I would love that. I mean, you were gonna start, so I might as well just get <laughs> yeah. it over. Yeah, with. yeah, you
1: heard me going going into it, and then I thought I'd be polite. My answer was going
0: to be no, but you already went through. The-
1: <laughs> now, now, uh, now, now, uh, Henry. Yeah. Henry, it's come yeah. to my attention that, uh, you had some trouble getting into the garage today. I'm Mark Marin.
0: Yeah. I, um, yeah, did I tell you about there. the time
1: Obama came to the garage?
0: I see the picture there. It looks really nice. Hey,
1: Henry. Yeah. It, it was-
0: what do you think about
1: these uh, the landscape of comedy?
0: I mean, I mean, I don't know. I, it seems like kids these days they don't go to clubs anymore. Did you
1: work the store? Oh, Henry, you know you you know I you know I worked the store when Obama came. There were snipers on the roofs.
0: <laughs> there were. <laughs> there had to be. That's enough okay, of that. Okay, So this is what <laughs> this is going to be for the next uh, thirty minutes. Oh. hey listeners you gonna fall asleep during this well i have the perfect mattress for you <laughs> i'm gonna talk to you about a casper mattress <laughs> now it's about it's about time i put my stamp on this here podcast and speaking of download the new app for stamps.com <laughs> with the promo code fail <laughs> oh god dude if so we send your mail-in ballot this election <laughs> Use the code WTF for 20% off.
1: <laughs> use the have code. Got... Use the code. Obama came to the garage and there were snipers on the roofs.
0: That's one word. <laughs>
1: That's no one... <laughs> capitals. No, 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 no capitals. And also my, my cats are pissing everywhere. I have cats. I'm Mark Maron. I'm a cat guy.
0: You know, the best impression is one where you say the guy's name.
1: I'm Mark Marin.
0: <laughs> I had a I had a crappy George Bush I used to do in high school, and the way I started it every time was President George W. Bush. <laughs> wait, can, oh, wait, God. can you
1: grace us with that, please, Henry? What? Can you grace us with the uh, the the full uh, impression?
0: Well, President uh, George W. Bush, uh, I heard that our enemies are in fact from the Axis of Evil. <laughs> Which consists of North Korea, Iran, uh, and uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe Dick can tell me. <laughs> <laughs> that, no, I,
1: good job, Henry. It's it's terrible. Hey, I've
0: been practicing just, in five years. I just watched the movie Vice, and that was pretty much it. <laughs> Who, who was Bush in that? Was that Rockwell? It was Sam yeah. Rockwell, yeah. Sam no Rockwell? Okay. But, uh... Yeah, I... I Henry, were you at Oswego uh, for my John Hamm impression? No. Oh, when- my <laughs> God. Oh, this my is, God. This is
1: one of my favorite stories, because it was, like, a bunch of us hanging out at the uh at the apartment, yeah. and uh, a commercial came on, and then me and Kyle just started doing this, like, fucking, like, John Hamm impression.
0: I think a Mercedes-Benz commercial came on. Yeah, it was a Mercedes-Benz. Oh, okay. was, like... Mercedes Benz, it's it's a car. <laughs> part of sexy. Wait, is Mercedes is Mercedes trying to do what Lincoln's doing with McConaughey, but I, they were like,
1: uh, we can't get him. Not to that degree.
0: First, John Hamm just does voiceovers. He's never like mm. he does.
1: My my he favorite does. part of the commercial is him is is him going, and you and you can do it too in the all new in the all new Mercedes Benz C Class. But then me and Kyle started adding onto it where it'd be like.
0: We tried to find like the stupidest things to say
1: yeah. my favorite and, uh, one of my favorite ones was uh and I'm John Ham, and you can get this in the all new mercedes c class uh the, the C stands for come as in you're you're gonna come in this car, imagine a car
0: running on come <laughs> no I think the oh my God Elon Musk is that you, oh. <laughs> oh, no. no, I think the funniest thing that i i I managed to say in a John Ham accent. <laughs> I was calling.
1: <laughs> this motherfucker said John Ham accent. That's fucking St. Louis, baby. <laughs> yeah, he's from John Ham land. Stan. John. Shut up. John. John Hamistan. <laughs>
0: God, but um, uh, I I told I looked him dead in the eye, and Ryan Pacheco was there too. Our friend Ryan, yeah. and uh, I just said, "You have doo gas," and Ryan lost it.
1: Well, Lee, well, oh. you know why? You know why you said doo-doo gay ass, right? Uh, I think because yeah, in college, in college, Henry, you you lived with me for a year. So, you know, this damn well, um, Mm. I had what we in the biz call a goddamn unhealthy diet. Oh yeah. And senior year when Wendy's baby. Yeah. The four for four baby. Um, and senior year, um, Ryan, like I, like I, I would fart really fucking bad, especially in the morning. And Ryan goes, "Shut up, Tim! You have fucking doo doo gay ass." Oh. And then, and then Kyle just goes, "Hey, Tim, I'm John Ham with the all new Mercedes C-Class, and you have doo doo gay ass." And Ryan Pacheco lost his absolute fucking mind.
0: Did I did I tell you the story about how I almost made Ryan Pacheco kill a car full of people?
1: Explain. Oh? Explain. So, okay,
0: no. So, um, there was this bar. For context, there was this bar in Oswego called Greens um r.i.p. hey
1: henry yeah (laughs) taxes oh my god
0: i can't believe you almost hit me through the computer dude um
1: (laughs) good good work evading those taxes though
0: oh man i'm like yoshi let me tell you (laughs) (laughs) from from mario Uh, but yeah so there was there was a bar called greens and they had trivia so a bunch of us went one night anyway and we're driving back and like like between where you go into town and like campus they were doing a bunch of construction at the time mm-hmm. there was it was almost one lane like no shoulder and for some reason you know ryan and i we b- bust out our curb at the frog impression um as is per usual and as you are wont to do yeah exactly and ryan said something like hey, miss p hey you want a frog in your throat um to which i responded um <laughs> Yeah, Miss Piggy, oh, you'll love these condoms. They're riveted for your pleasure. <laughs> and, 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 oh no! And Brian just threw his head back laughing and nearly swerved the Holy car shit.
1: off the construction. That's <laughs> we, incredible. We, he god had to like it.
0: jerk the wheel back, and we were like, "Oh my god, I can't believe we almost died." We almost died of a stupid joke. He <laughs> almost died because I said riveted for your pleasure cause, cause of death leave.
1: kermit the frog impression hmm? cause of death kermit the frog impression
0: oh yeah oh yeah. yeah well let's let's get back into it so henry um uh who are you guys oh my guys um listen i gotta tell you you were in the back like like i don't know when i was when i was around i saw like dangerfield once he was doing coke and i said hey hey rod why are you doing so much coke? And he said, "Hey, uh, you know, uh, you know, I just don't get respect, but the cocaine if respects me." Wait, do this Mary. has been impressions with Henry Lee. Wait, interest. what, what the What the? Wait, him.
1: what is that? What is the guys? The guys. I don't know. Oh, uh, you don't, no,
0: Mark Maron, like when he interviews a comedian or someone, especially uh, younger now, he's like, Who are you guys? Like your inspirations. But gotcha. the wrong phrases is just, Who are you guys? Is that what he meant? I annoyed. I would just keep hearing that and I don't have. I'm no so idea. confused. I remember when it was first revealed he was cast in the Joker movie. Um, <laughs> There was a joke someone was like, The Joker's like tying him up and he's like, I got you now, Mark Maron. And he just responds, "Hey, what was your old man like?"
1: Now, now get along. Now, Joker, I'm Mark Maron, uh, coming yeah. to you from the garage. Uh, Joker, uh, whoa, 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 what's this whole thing? What's your what's your whole shtick? Who's your guy? Well,
0: I'm the Joker, baby. I'm the Joker, baby.
1: <laughs> that went in a worse direction than I thought it could. Yeah, I have no idea where that was going. Kyle and all I think right. that's the second episode you've done that in. Yeah, I won't ever stop doing it. Great, just how I won't ever not hit the soundboard. Because, yeah,
0: because I oh, love. My first, oh, my first sound clip. Oh, it's amazing. I love chaos. It's just as good in person. I guess you can. Yeah, I guess you can. Call it. Yeah, yeah. it's just as good. You don't have a garage or a studio. No, um, I have a bedroom.
1: I, so I you're do all too. hearing
0: us at. Equally shitty audio levels. <clears throat> this awful tinny kind of sound coming at you through yeah. your, your drums,
1: Much like a much like a can of Campbell's soup. Uh this shit's tinny. Hmm.
0: Wow. I think you and I are having different soup.
1: Uh cu- wait, Kyle, your fucking tweets last night made me laugh so fucking oh, hard. Oh god. Yeah. I uh yeah, tell hen tell Henry your tweets. Uh,
0: okay. Please do. God. So I went <laughs> to bed late last night because I make very questionable choices. Sure. I don't have a great sleep schedule anymore, of course, obviously. Mm-hmm. So it was around 1 a.m. and I was hungry. And I was like, I have spaghettios. And I was about to go get them out. Uh. And I realized, wait a minute, I, I don't really like spaghettios. <laughs> but I did see the package of ramen. And I was like, all right, I guess we're having ramen tonight. So, uh, oh, my God, I've lost a follower, probably because of the awful tweets I made last night. So at 12.59 a.m., I tweeted, might make SpaghettiOs at uh, 1 a.m. And at 1 o'clock, I said, wait, I don't like SpaghettiOs. And at, hold on. 101, I said, I have decided to make ramen at uh, 1 a.m. <laughs> and then finally, at one thirty four a.m., I go, the ramen didn't take away the pain of existence. What the fuck? <laughs>
1: so,
0: so it took you a mi- full minute to realize you didn't watch SpaghettiOs. You decided not to leave it in drafts. And then you just <laughs> went on with it.
1: Correct. Uh, that's probably the most important thread to come out of yesterday. Hey. It's improv, baby. It's improv, baby. Can I tell yep. you what I was doing at literally that exact same moment, Kyle? I don't care. I don't, no, okay. So I was talking to a friend of the show, Max Klein. Yes, friend of the show. Friend of the show. And we were talking about Tinder. And... No,
0: you weren't.
1: <laughs> Yo, fuck, you're right. Fuck, shit. How do I delete, How do I delete this? <laughs> <laughs> and so... <laughs> I really got angry.
0: Tim, you were talking to Max. <laughs> no, no, you
1: weren't. weren't. <laughs> ah, fuck, he's right. He's cracked the case. Fucking Sherlock gnomes over here. Wow. Um. So I we were talking about how bad Tinder was, and I uh I, I found a message that I sent to a girl back in November. Uh, I'm gonna read it. Oh no. And this is <laughs> oh, the opening. I saw, I saw this. Hint. Yeah, I tweeted it out, and this is the opening. This is my first line to her, Henry. Yeah. I've been looking for the cash cab for years, but I feel like if I eventually find it, the bright lights going off when I get in would give me a heart attack.
0: Amazing.
1: And she didn't respond. Um, yeah, I'm gonna take a guess and say that didn't work. No, absolutely not. Hmm. Should I message her should I message her back being like, so is that a now? No. no. <laughs> or should I be like, oh shit, guys, they revived cash cab." <laughs> Allison, they, 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 they fucking, um, they, they revived the cash cab and Ben Bailey's back.
0: Yo, it's the cash cab, but it's just Venmo now. Also, it it, if they brought cash cab back, you know, it'd be, it would be cash Uber and it would be a full sponsorship. Oh, for sure. And your driver would be like some random dude who smokes weed and like has mirrors under his shoes to greet passengers. I He's like, okay, so if you get a question wrong, I remove a star from your rating.
1: That's fucking high stakes. That is high stakes shit. Oh uh, no, 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 no. Okay, so it, it it would be like the host would be
0: a guy just terrorizing random Uber drivers who would be questioning them as they're giving. Oh, a ride. oh that's be, good. So it'd be reverse, like he'd get. Yeah, if he Uber. if he get if they get the question wrong, he takes a star off each thing. Oof, wow, each rating.
1: Wow. That's fucking brutal. And then if they win
0: and they get to his destination, he gives them a one dollar tip.
1: <laughs> Absolute king shit. Yeah. Do you guys have a fucking? Uh, do you guys have a bad Uber story? Like, like a like a nightmare ride. A nightmare? Oh, from Uber? Yeah.
0: I mean, no. Not really. My Uber experience is pretty limited.
1: I yeah. I think I only
0: been in every Uber I've been in. I, I... Use it so little.
1: Oh yeah. Wait. You we we Ubered together for Harbor Fest. We sure did. That one was a nightmare for me. Which
0: which one was it? When we saw Smash Mouth, or the night after we saw Smash oh, it, God, God, night, was it, sure it was the night.
1: It was the night we saw Smash Mouth. Okay. Because um. Oh, because our the next
0: night we watched. That's right.
1: Yeah. So it was our friend Sydney was in the car. And she was fucking gone. She was, yeah. Gone. And then she just started saying some whack ass bullshit to the fucking Uber driver. And keep in mind, it's my yes. account. It okay. was my account. So it, I got I got like half a star off my Uber rating. I was fucking pissed. I had a perfect five.
0: Wait, the drivers can rate you? Yeah. As well? Yeah. Yeah. It goes by Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. When you were when you were saying like if you get a question wrong, he'll he'll take off of your rating. I thought you just got it wrong. No, I was saying. I was like, was like, oh no, you're... no, 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 Henry, Henry, <laughs> you're clearly a fool, you fucking idiot. Yeah, you dumbass. You dunce. You don't you don't know how ride sharing works? You fucking upstate country trash. Yeah, you could have taken off the tree trash part tree trash or re trash i'm calling you a cunt henry yes i got the joke
1: joke parody <laughs> this is satire, satire. <laughs> to the fbi guy listening had... in it's a satire yeah
0: it's satire
1: i think i've only had two real uber
0: experiences because i don't have uber anywhere near me where i right, live. right same and oswego's uber was relatively limited so i like had- competition yeah well i i would usually walk anyways or drive myself right which is a way to keep from going too crazy but like um i took an uber back with a girl i was hanging out with back to campus and that was fine that was wholly unremarkable and then i was had an uber called for me to get from campus to a formal Ew. That's worse so than a, dri- that's worse than getting an ambulance car. No, I felt classy as <laughs> hell. The driver pulls up in like a Pontiac and he's like, Are you Emily? I'm like, No, but I think it
1: <laughs> You should have said yes.
0: You look like an Emily. Yeah. Yeah. But no, those are my two ride sharing experiences. When
1: uh there was one time my brothers came up to visit and um, we Ubered to one of the bars and uh uh, the the driver is like, oh, how you guys doing tonight? Like, what grade like what grades are you in? I was like, oh, I'm a I'm a I'm a senior. And my brothers were like, oh, we're yeah, we're visiting him. And they're and the driver was like, oh, where are you guys from? And my brother goes, yeah, we're actually from the city. We're from uh, and she was like, Syracuse. We're like, no, uh, 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 New York City. And uh, keep in mind, we're from the outside of New York City. So I this is how I know my brother's playing a little goof on this driver. And we're all pretty pretty drunk too. And so the the woman the woman's like oh like you have city boys up in the country how you guys liking it and uh, my brother goes honestly like I'm kind of freaked out and she's like why and then my brother's like it's my first time seeing trees I don't know what's in there and she's like what? And she's like what you've never seen a tree before and and my brother's like. Not once. What's hiding in them? And she goes, ah, there's it could be a couple things in, in the woods. You know, we got bears, and my brother goes, shit, bears.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like how the driver wasn't making fun of him. He was deliberately no. trying to help.
1: Yeah, yeah. She she was really nice. Oh, she wasn't in on the joke. She was just like No, she was she was like, holy shit, these this kid
0: actually hasn't seen a tree before. This fucking city dumbass has never <laughs> seen a bear before. For a tree? Yeah, my brother's like, "Holy shit, there are bears
1: in the tree. That's fucking crazy."
0: <laughs> Damn. Oh, so actually, I can think of a riding story, but it's it's not with Uber. It's with one of the Oswego transportations, right. the uh, campus cabby. Oh, um, oh, that sounds bad. And I was, and you know, it's basically a Chevy Suburban, so it's the full three, uh, like one in the passenger seat, like three row, two rows, yeah, seating. Yep. So I was with our friend uh, Peter Coons. Peter Coons. Yep. And we were both like getting a ride back from campus. So we're like, okay, we'll take the cab. And a few other people pile in. We're like, okay. And like they, Peter and them are talking. And he's like, yeah, I'm from downstate. And they go, oh, are you from Long Island? And Pete just goes, no, I'm not from Long Island. And they're like, oh, I pity you, trash. Like, I don't know why. And then Please they just shit. gave him a dollar. Like, <laughs> I feel bad for you. Here's a dollar. They, like, slipped it in his shirt pocket. That rules. Dude. And they, I thought they were going to go to fisticuffs.
1: Dude, I wish someone would feel bad for me and give me a dollar. Me too. I got you a dollar. I got you. That's one of my fucking favorite commercials. I got you a dollar. I got you a dollar. be
0: oh, quicker than that.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> fucking love it. It's one of the only good ones. Did you guys realize uh, the commercials this year at the Super Bowl were wholly unremarkable? They were. Well, we did get baby nut.
1: We did Awful get trash. We, we did get frail, uh, frail Jason Momoa. That was good. Oh, that was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I see that oh. at
0: like gas station TV now. Dude, I see it everywhere. Uh, yeah. The Bill Murray Groundhog Day one was alright. That was, cool. was alright. I saw that one before the Super Bowl though. They yeah. start putting yeah. out ads before the Super Bowl. It's just like good. It's a waste waste of like $3 million. I know. I hate it. You put up so much money to get that 30-second window during the (laughs) Super Bowl. And then you just go ahead and put it online like six hours before. Part of the fun was the surprise.
1: Yeah. yeah. I
0: I remember the first Are You Hungry Snickers one where it was Betty White playing football. Mm -hmm. Betty White and Abe Vigoda. And Abe Vigoda, yeah. And that was hilarious because it was so unexpected. Right. It was just... Shown before a YouTube video on like January 28th, and right. then it went on the Super Bowl, it wouldn't have the same impact. Yeah, exactly. No good movie uh trailers either.
1: No, not uh, really.
0: What Never. even were there? I Black think there was like, huh? Black Widow? Yeah, there was probably all the Disney stuff, like yeah, Black I'll... Widow, Mulan, nothing else I can think of. But to be fair, you know, I have a theory. About why the commercials and trailers and whatever were so wholly unremarkable, it's because they knew that oh. we were going to be stuck inside.
1: Oh, go off, King.
0: They knew that this year was a dub, so they said, "What if we just <laughs>
1: throw it out there?" They they said to society, "Here, take this L. Next year will be better. Will it though? Because we what? thought tw- we thought 2020 couldn't get better uh, or couldn't get worse than 2019, and look where that got That's us. That's
0: true." Very true. Can I get an F in the chat for 2020? Um, that gets an F for me, boy. Big ol' F. Big ol' F. Actually, I thought about this. Can you imagine if Endgame came out like in August of this year? Holy oh my god. god! And we're all like coming back from this event where we <laughs> couldn't see each other for months. We're and living in our, our own if got Pushed back. If that came out this year. Yeah. And it had to be pushed back. No, I'm just saying. Like, imagine because like the first half of that movie is just dealing with coming back from this catastrophic event. <laughs> right. So I'm imagining like how like hashtag relatable it would have been. Yeah. Yeah. It would have I, immediately been dated.
1: I saw <laughs> yeah. a uh, tweet where it was like a, like the Jim Halpert meme where he's like looking at something and then he looks right to camera in the next frame. Yeah. And it said mm-hmm. last year we were, uh, we were watching the end game this year. We're in the end game.
0: Damn, that sucks. Rocket raccoon that's tested positive for the coronavirus.
1: Dude, all right. L- l- all right, let's finally f- let's talk about this. All right, I'm, I'm talking about it. Yeah, you're talking about it. I'm talking about it. Steve Rogers, mm-hmm. absolute fuckwad of a dude. Why? Here's why. I, here's no, here's why I say that he goes back okay. in time and doesn't fix anything. He doesn't stop any of the tragedies. Right. He could have.
0: But could he? Because if he did, it would have been very effective of the timeline. Okay, okay. What if he went back in time, but then was the cause of all the tragedies? What if he did them? Oh, my. Like, some Greek tragedy stuff? No, like, just in general. What if he killed Princess Diana? Right, Right. And the reason was he was trying to, like, escort her to safety but that led to the accident oh, no wild. no it's got hired by the queen she's like go
1: kill princess diana
0: <laughs> that's a that really mind. bad accent that was <laughs> oh, <it's> awful
1: fucking <laughs> fucking is uh is, is queen elizabeth from the fucking upper west side <laughs> hey go 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 get yourself something nice okay go go after you go kill my daughter princess diana Hey Diana, why don't you go get your fucking shine box? Is she from Boston now? <laughs> she's probably, she's a fucking Southie.
0: <laughs> god damn. Hey, you fucking Egyptian.
1: Make my cat. Oh god.
0: Good lord. <laughs> that's what they did to that's what Britain did to the Egyptians.
1: That is true. Britain is yeah. colonizers. Breaking news Bad. folks. <laughs> Breaking news folks. Bad the English are colonizers.
0: Oh, my God. Did you guys hear Boris Johnson got better? F in the chat. What? Come on. Like, like he's now like Peter Parker. Like, he was sick, and now he's just like, I am Corona Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I could shoot Corona at my wrist. And all the fun
1: <laughs> <of> the NHS. <laughs> yeah,
0: he just, goes to, he just goes to ISIS and is just like, I'm going to infect oh, Everyone.
1: Corona no, man. He
0: wouldn't do that to ISIS. He'd do it to like a random black guy in England. Like, go back to whatever. <laughs> he would. That's the worst part. Yeah.
1: Corona man. Corona man. Does whatever corona man can he would, can he, he shoot?
0: That. He wouldn't do that to ISIS. He'd do it to like a random guy who owns a bodega.
1: He'd do it to the fucking uh fucking progressives in the country. He he, he, he he would fucking give Corona to anybody who voted no on Brexit.
0: No, he'd do it to the Irish. <laughs> oh, yeah. no, he would, too, wouldn't yeah. that bastard? Northern Ireland's going to become all Ireland. Fight the real enemy. No, North. it just becomes, instead of Ireland, it's just North Ireland and South Ireland. There's just no, no, South, North Ireland.
1: Oh. Boris Johnson's married, right? I don't, know. Mm-hmm. I don't care enough to find out. If he's married, I can't believe that someone fucking finds that oaf attractive. He's powerful.
0: Well, there was literally an article in uh, uh, a web magazine called Quillette that talked about his Germanic skull shape. Ew. Yeah. Getting don't out of the like calipers on that one. Isn't Quillette, um that new app that shows really short shows? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. i'm sorry henry have you like have you got quibby no neither of i, I don't,
0: I, don't I, I mean as much as I'd love to watch uh Judge Judy, but it's Chrissy Teigen, I don't really uh no no, I don't hey, I Henry, don't. I couldn't disagree with you more that show sounds like shit. I know you're saying that totally earnestly, and I want to tell you it sounds terrible. Listen, I love um I love Will Forte and I love Chris and Olsen, but
1: But not on Quibi.
0: I don't know no, what I, I don't know if I can see it On Quibi. That's worse than the mick. They're doing a few remakes of like properties too that like sound awful. Like they're doing a most dangerous game remake Ew. with Liam Hemsworth. Wasn't that the hunt?
1: No, that's different.
0: It's di- it's different. It's kind of the same, but like this one is legitimately based on the source material. Okay. But it's like a modern retelling. I don't know much about the Quibi catalog. Oh, so really. it's a reality show.
1: They also they're also doing uh pranked or punked. Punked with um. <laughs> 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 yeah, You've been fucking could. pranked. I'm asking Kuchner.
0: You know, that was a Freudian slip that made sense.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. But it's uh hosted by Chance the Rapper.
0: Oh really? Yeah. Oh man. In your I, joke I, one or the real one? What what's that? In your joke one or the real one? No, in
1: the real in the real punct. It's hosted oh, by no. Chance the Rapper. Damn, For some
0: reason I thought it was um Zach Braff. No. Which would have been worse, in my opinion. I thought it would have been Ashton again.
1: Um now Ashton's too busy saving the world through fucking microtransactions.
0: Well, to be fair, if microtransactions—excuse me—if microtransactions stopped human trafficking,
1: yeah, then it's actually I a power could move. Do
0: these microtransactions. Um, like
1: be like it. Uh, what the fuck? Was, oh, uh, did you guys listen to Chance's new album, Big Day? No,
0: nah, I heard it wasn't very good.
1: So bad.
0: He's like, "I love
1: my wife." <laughs> yeah, the, the song that that circulated on Twitter. Hmm, I love my wife. I love my wife. I love my wife yeah. so much, let's ride a bike. Let's go to the beach and write and play with the beach ball.
0: What did Borat write that song?
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: You gotta throw in uh I love my wife, Borat after each one. <laughs> I love my wife. <laughs> Borat God. Yeah, that sucks. Tune
1: into this podcast to, to watch three twenty somethings do their fucking finest Borat impressions.
0: Mm. What is this? Two thousand seven?
1: Might as well be.
0: It, what is it? 2008. We're in the midst of a recession, and we're all thinking Borat is still funny. Yo, we're um, we're in 2008. There's a recession, and Joe Biden is distressingly close to the White House. <laughs> oh God. Fuck. Yeah. Let's get Fuck. into that. Rip, rip to our boy Bernard. Yeah. He's suspend. He's not out, but he is suspending his campaign, which I is uh, very, very uh, tragic. Yeah, it's it's heartbreaking
1: as if yesterday as if, as if my day can't get any worse
0: this happened yesterday it feels like forever ago but it was yesterday this yep. happened that's how slow news travels now
1: did you guys hear about the um the Hillary Clinton staffers that set up a zoom oh uh, party oh my god and they're that's, like it's he the he, most he,
0: Hillary Clinton staffer thing i've ever read in my life bye
1: bye bernie he's finally gone again
0: i want to parody redacted all of those people who were involved
1: dude I thought, like, there are two groups of campaign staffers that have come out to be the most insufferable people. Hillary Clinton uh, staffers from 2016, and Liz Warren supporters from now.
0: Mm,
1: I mean... The staffers have been. The staffers have been dog shit. The staffers
0: are like, thanks Bernie, we'll take it from here, but in terms of, like... That's just obnoxious and everyone sees through it right away. But in terms of the people who are legitimately like detestable and just generally very bad people, I'd have to go with like the K Hive. True. Like that's your toxicity, right? There. Yeah. The Gobblecher the Hive?
1: No, uh, Kamala Harris. Kamala, okay. <clears throat> Isn't it bad that they call themselves the K Hive though? I was like, which K? It's fucking um. I, I just completely blank. Holy shit! I thought okay. I had something to say and then I uh, didn't.
0: Politician that starts with K. Oh, uh, uh, Leslie No <laughs> Good Lord! Fuck? Yo, um, Joe Biden guest star on Parks and Rec. Leslie, <laughs> you know what pisses like- me off so much about him? Like Anita Hill. Well, yeah. Just, there's a whole line of <laughs> atrocities that he has just, like, every single bad thing that's happened in the last 40 years, he has had a hand in. Yeah. And people just forget it because, one, he's friends with Obama, and, two, he's, he's Uncle Joe. But, like, the Dude, Democrats I'm have spent saying... the last... They've spent the last two years saying, you know, we're going to get Trump out. He's a rapist. He's, you know... Uh, we heard him say, grab people by the pussy, and uh, we don't want that anymore. You're literally going to nominate someone who... Allegedly literally grab someone by the pussy.
1: Yeah, see Kyle, but you're missing a very important aspect though. It's missing a very fine detail.
0: What is that? So he's
1: he's our guy.
0: True. He's well, our guy. It's fine. I have, to, I have to shut up and fall in line.
1: Yeah. Vote blue vote no matter far. who. I have to think about
0: the Supreme Court and nothing else at this point. <laughs> yeah. Which to be fair is a very big slice of this.
1: Oh, for sure. But, okay, if you want my opinion anyway, like, Bernie had the best chance at beating Trump. He did. But, but, Trump probably was still going to win anyway.
0: Hmm, I can see that. I can kind of see that, but I also think that with Bernie kind of not being there anymore, you've just lost a huge chunk of people who would have gone out and voted for him that will not go vote for Joe Biden.
1: very true
0: the dnc is banking on the idea of um centrists who were turned off by the you know lock her up stuff to like jump ship to joe right that's not a guarantee right for every blue uh blue stater we lose in new york we pick up two middle class republicans in pennsylvania that worked out so well famous last words like I don't know who I'm going to vote for. Like Bernie's on the ballot in New York, I will vote for him. He's staying on in all these ballots to pick up delegates and influence the platform, which is yeah. smart, and good for him. Yeah. But like I can't see what I'm going to do in November. I will probably end up voting for Joe Biden because I'm a coward.
1: I know but, I know who I'm voting for.
0: Like Garfield
1: Garfield. No, I will not be voting for Garfield. Uh he doesn't have the experience. Uh, I will be voting for the person who I believe to have the, the the wherewithal, the know-how, the experience, you know, he he uh he he successfully won ran one of uh uh the world's most uh influential towns. Uh and I'm of course talking about Mayor McCheese.
0: Dude, I don't know, Wendy, I'm with her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fucking hell, Henry. Hell yeah, dude. That was great. Good I'm protest voting
0: for the Noid. <laughs> to spread chaos. <laughs> the Noid. What is the Noid? You
1: don't know the Noid? You don't know the Noid? No, what's the Noid?
0: The Noid was uh, the Domino's mascot for a while, who was just like this impish uh, looking pervert with bunny ears. Hold on, I'm looking who, it up. Who well, would just fuck up pizzas.
1: Yeah, the Noid?
0: And, uh, The reason that the Noid isn't around is because some guy whose last name was Noid legit thought, like, had mental issues and thought that the commercials were directly aimed at him.
1: Holy shit, we need to bring this back. He has a tool called the Pizza Crusher.
0: Yeah, so he went into a Domino's and, like, held the workers hostage.
1: What? Yeah, yeah,
0: he shot up a Domino's. Holy shit! And then, and then Domino's was like, "Okay, we can get rid of him." So here's I'd what like to th- think that that standoff ended when he tried one of their pizzas and ended up killing himself. I don't, I don't think he killed
1: anyone. I'm not sure. So I don't believe so. So if you if you look at the Wikipedia page for the Noid, first appearance, 1986, created by Group Two Forty Three, which I guess is the ad agency, Wildenberg
0: by- Group. <laughs> He's a globalist.
1: Voiced by Pons Mar. Information Gender, male, occupation, ruining pizza.
0: <laughs> Very good.
1: <laughs> yeah. In, on January 30th, 1989, Kenneth Lamar Noyd, a mentally ill man who thought, him, who, thought, who thought the ad campaign was a personal attack against himself, entered a Domino's restaurant in Chambly, Georgia, armed with a 357 Magnum, and held two employees hostage for over five hours. After telling the employees that Domino's owner, Tom Monaghan, had stolen his name, he forced them to call Domino's headquarters and demanded $100,000 and a white limousine as getaway transportation. That rules. Holy! After offering to exchange one hostage for a copy of *The Widow's Son*, which what? What is that? Uh, is that a film? The 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 *The Widow's Son* is a novel in the *Historical Illuminatus Chronicles*.
0: Oh, I told you, the Noid is a globalist.
1: <laughs> Noid reneged on his offer after a police officer brought him the book. Noid eventually became hungry and forced the employees to make him do special pizzas. Yes. <laughs> While Noid oh, ate baby. the pizzas with his gun on his lap, the hostages escaped. Okay, it's only funny
0: because none of them were harmed.
1: Yeah. Holy but like, shit! My God. The just, fucking Noid.
0: Just like, just like, imagine talking to someone else who worked in food. Like, man, I had this woman who was on my ass all day. We had a big line. Blah blah blah. And he was like, oh, yeah, I was held hostage by the fucking Noid. And he forced me to make him a pizza. Yeah,
1: holy shit. The guy did kill himself, though, in 95.
0: So later? Yeah, yeah
1: later. Hmm. R.I.P. and pizza, I guess. Ugh, R.I.P. Rest, and
0: pepperoni. Rest and pepperoni. I, I want to name this episode Enter the Noid. But <laughs> That's fine. Like... Oh, Same. yeah. But there are like two or three oh, yeah. different podcast have episodes titled entered the Noid." So, have you, have you seen that that video game? There's a video game? No, because okay, so there was like an NES Noid game in like the eighties. So like, shit. I can't remember. But like as a joke, there's this platformer name called Noid Two: Enter the Noid.
1: Oh Jesus!
0: Or like Noid Enter the Void, something like that.
1: The Twilight <laughs> Noid.
0: Okay, fuck it. It's been it's been enough. You know. Enough people who used it. It's fair use. We're not gonna <laughs> yeah. get yellow. The noid is um in the public domain now. Alright. Enter the Noid, baby. Let's go.
1: I want to, I want the wicker man, but instead of which what Nick Cage it, it's the Noid.
0: And it's a giant effigy of Ronald McDonald.
1: <laughs> All right, question. I asked Kyle this last night and it's been plaguing my mind, Henry. Okay. Was Grimace the chicken nugget? Keep in mind, he's purple. See so, yeah, up. go ahead, sorry. He's purple. Chicken nuggets seem purple. Grimace is us. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. I came to you far. with for, with a question expecting answers, Henry. That was
0: the answer. Grimace represents the middle class blue collar or purple <laughs> collar workers.
1: Holy who come shit. for a
0: refreshing lunch. Fuck. No, grimace is a royalist. It's purple, purple for the royal
1: family. I want Les Mis yeah. except remade with the characters from Ronald McDonald Land, and of course the Hamburglar is gonna be uh Jean Valjean. Uh,
0: Robot Chicken did that exactly. Shit, thing. really? Yeah, man, we're stealing from everyone today, aren't Fuck. we? Fuck, awesome. Because, because, yeah, I remember like that's exactly the setup. Are you fucking kidding me? No. I bet Tim knew that all along, and now he's acting shocked to save face.
1: No, because I thought he about it, and I thought that'd be... A, no, because when you said that fucking Grimace was a royalist, I'm like, oh, that's actually mad funny. If, like, if like, they were, like, in the French Revolution, like, a la Les Miserables. Yeah. Um, um,
0: Mary McCheese is the authority, and Hamburglar is Javert. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and uh, Ronald McDonald is... On you. Jean-
0: uh, what? I'm going to tell Seth Green on you. No, don't. Telling him, like, this MF stole your plot.
1: No, I didn't no. mean to.
0: Whoa, I can't believe you're going to tell on Seth Green of Fox Network's dads. Oh, God.
1: Henry. Well, I'm,
0: I'm going to change the su- uh, subject here. Sure. We are a little over 40 minutes in. Let's move on to uh, our first segment of Fail Son of the Week. Woo.
1: Henry, do you have a fail son prepared for today?
0: Um, Okay. Who do you want to go? You go first. Okay.
1: So my fail son
0: might be the fail son of the month. Oh, shit. And it is the son of a fail son himself. It is Jerry Falwell Jr. Oh, good one. So Jerry Falwell Jr. is the son of Jerry Falwell, who is one of the worst people. Really oh. awful, man. Th- He's truly awful. Yeah. Who became famous in the 90s for saying Tinky Winky from Teletubbies was gay. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. That's what's up. That's a real thing.
1: <laughs> that fucking rocks.
0: And so he started a college in Virginia called Liberty University, ah. which is like Phoenix for Evangelicals. <laughs> and so... So... Obviously, it, much like a lot of other colleges, were shut down due to COVID-19. As Correct. well, they should. However, as well they should. decided to open the college back up early. And now a bunch of kids are showing symptoms of COVID-19.
1: Folks, yeah, you, you hate to see it happen.
0: It'd be very funny if Jerry Falwell died of coronavirus.
1: <laughs> Fucking... It didn't, he was involved in a scandal not too long ago, right? Like, a pretty I mean, big, substantial one.
0: Paul Sr. died, like, ten years ago. The funny thing Christopher Hitchens said about him at his, uh, after he died, he said, uh, if you gave him an enema, you could bury him in a matchbox.
1: Holy shit, wait, what's that mean?
0: Because he's full of shit. Uh, oh. Remember when Christopher Hitchens said women weren't funny? And men are even less funny. Hence, okay. This podcast.
1: This, uh, this podcast is under the hypothesis that nobody is funny? No, that's why we do improv. You're so right. Because, because we, we don't like writing.
0: Dude, writing's hard. Writing is hard.
1: Writing's for nerds. Kyle, do you have a uh, fail son? My pick for fail son of the day is,
0: uh, yet again, our good friend Joe Biden. <laughs> because he has offered us nothing. In return for Bernie giving him the floor.
1: Now you listen here, Jack. You're, you're, full, you're full of malarkey, and I'll kick the shit out of you.
0: Uh let me let me find what he offered
1: today. Oh, we wait, he made proposals? Yeah, he. Hmm. Let me see here. Joe Biden really do be out here getting multiple fails on nominations. Yeah, well. And, and apparently the Democratic nomination. So it goes to show you what we, we, we know.
0: Yeah, we're doing great, huh? That is true. He... Let's see. God damn it, I thought I had it. What was he offering?
1: A crumb of coochie?
0: Not in in... In the... Uh, fuck in the grand scheme of things it was not a lot wasn't it medicaid yeah um, he dropped the medicare age to 60 well that's not helpful and he proposes college forgiveness for middle or high income earners or something i thought it was um lower class to middle class like that might be it hold on i still find it
1: College for like student loan forgiveness, or is he just saying, I forgive you for going to college?
0: Wouldn't that be funny? Oh, here it is. <laughs> okay.
1: uh, the
0: Joe Biden campaign is set to make its first big overture to Bernie Sanders voters. Biden will roll out two policies lower the Medicare age to 60. Oh, and forgive student debt for low to middle income borrowers, that which won't... is not nearly enough.
1: Damn that! Well, you know that seals the deal. I can forget about everything. I can forget about the rape and stuff, because he
0: lowered the, he lowered Medicare to age sixty an age I will probably not reach. You know what Joe Biden told to the young voters? What? Hey, listen, Mac. I got, Mac. Dollar. I got yeah. your dollar. <laughs> hey, hey, listen, Mac. Uh, sometimes you got to roll with the punches. Do a little push up and, uh, 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 how do I pass a bill? <laughs> This, but, mo- this motherfucker's uh, no.
1: out here listening to "I'm um, just a bill" just to get to jog his memory.
0: <laughs> no, you know what's sad about this? Hillary Clinton offered uh, lowering the Medicare age to fifty-five when she ran.
1: Can I make a prediction? What's up? I think Joe's going to choose Hillary Clinton as his VP. I would kill myself.
0: I I, I thought about that, and think of it. Okay, re- wait. Sleeper pick. And this is to basically, for Joe to like get in his comfort zone. <laughs> Michelle, holy shit! Oh no. I had a ver- I had a dark vision. It's it's out of left field, but it's realistic enough, just barely enough. Yeah, barely enough. It, she wouldn't take it. She's too smart for that. I know that. That's why I. That's why I'm like, oh, okay. I had a dark vision. Yeah, oh, like let's face it. I had a, I had a dark vision last night that Joe would choose Claire McCaskill. I don't know who that is. Of of Missouri. Yeah. She was a, a centrist yeah. uh Democratic senator who very anti bernie stuff, who got voted out of office and now is on NBC saying how uh centrism is cool and good.
1: Well that rocks.
0: Yeah, and someone someone said her name, and I'm like, oh no.
1: Well, I think he promised it to her. I think he said he would choose her, like a while ago. Not that I remember. Well,
0: well. So people are saying like, oh, Kamala, or like Stacey Abrams, or like yeah. a friend of mine who worked on the Harris campaign thinks it'll be Stacey Abrams, but I'm not. I don't know. Abrams would be like not a bad pick, all things considered. Yeah, but it would be a concession. To people who probably won't vote for him anyway. I don't know. Well, I, I don't you know. It, usually, when things. someone picks a vice president, it's because they have a lot of differences anyway. Right. And or um, are in a bat or represent a battleground state. Mm-hmm. Like when Hillary chose Tim Kaine, it was like, oh, well. Well, that was, that was just dumb. That made no sense.
1: Can we all? Re- was, was Tim Kaine one of those buffoons who would start speaking Spanish at random points?
0: Yeah. Oh, was he okay? Yeah, I really... he spoke Spanish at one of his rallies. Didn't he have the harmonica? He did. Yeah. That, that's what. That's what caused. And me. everyone thought like young him was hot. Ew. And then we all forgot that he was pro life. Ew. So. So the other option I thought of was if he picks someone whose profile has really, um, like increased due to. Their handling of COVID.
1: Dude, do you think it could be fucking Cuomo?
0: If he snatches Cuomo or Inslee, holy shit. Yo, Inslee would be very cool, but more realistically, it would probably be Cuomo or Gavin Newsom. Yeah.
1: I don't think that's, I don't, honestly, I don't think Cuomo would take it right now. I don't think so. I think it would be very dumb of him to take it, but I
0: also think that he is someone who would very much like to be president yeah oh
1: he's in 2024 yeah he's on the 2024 oh, ballot
0: like, i have no Guaranteed. doubt in my mind. there's like a theory that some they're gonna do a switcheroo with joe because they even they know that his brain is slurry and they're gonna switch him with cuomo which would inspire just as much inspiration to vote for a democrat as joe Biden would yes. in my opinion Could Andrew Cuomo be the Hubert H. Humphrey of our times? President, come, baby. Let's go.
1: President, nipple ring,
0: baby. But, Tim, you said your fail someone was the DNC? Yep. Why is that?
1: Why is that? Uh, I chose the DNC for being absolute fucking ding-dongs and handing Trump a re-election. Okay. So now we choose. So now we choose. So we got the DNC, Joe Biden, Jerry Falwell Jr. And Jerry Falwell. Falwell. Honestly, I think I have to go Jerry Falwell on this one. Hmm.
0: It goes back to the fail son being somebody who can literally cause death. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. And also, Jerry Falwell blocked me on Twitter, so fuck him. Wait, fucking (laughs) really? Yeah, he blocked me on Twitter. When? How? I don't remember. (laughs) I think I said something like, uh, eat shit, pussy, and then
1: he blocked me. Well, you got blocked the other day by someone on Twitter. Uh, oh, yeah, Jeff Fuck. <laughs> that's that's wholly unremarkable. Yeah, Kyle fucking... No one cares about
0: Jeff Beck? He's just some neoliberal reply guy. I called <laughs> him an imbecile. That's it.
1: Fucking ro- rules, dude. That rocks. Because
0: he, he decided to role play as a DNC Fedayeen and said, "I will die to vote for." Tell GLP to go fuck themselves. I'm like, you are baby brained. <laughs> Yo, know, and then he said, "It's time for a pro
1: gamer move."
0: I <laughs> Motherf- said, "Jeff, fuck."
1: <laughs> Jeff, fuck. You absolutely destroyed him, dude.
0: Don't worry, I can still follow him on the fail son. Uh, Ooh, smart move. Uh, <laughs> smart I fucking intro boy.
1: In true fucking fail son fashion.
0: Yeah. Fail son of the day is anyone who's blocked me on
1: Twitter. (laughs) Honestly, I would vote for that for next episode. But I think today we got to go Jerry Falwell.
0: Yeah, I'll go Jerry.
1: Congratulations, Jerry. You are today's fail son of the day. Hold on. Let me hit my button. (laughs) Way to go, Tim. You got it. I had to switch soundboards.
0: All right, uh, what's next? We got Am I the Asshole? Am I the Asshole, all yeah. right. Henry, we do you are... want to
1: start off? Uh, okay, so
0: mine's just, mine's just silly. I just picked it because of the title. Okay. Because it okay. made me chuckle. That's usually how these go. Okay, so am I the asshole for telling my roommate she has no ass? <laughs> 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 okay, so here's how it goes. Guys, please tell me if I was too harsh with my roommate. I'm going to admit that I find her pretty annoying and slightly racist.
1: (laughs) Good disclaimer.
0: We live in an apartment building that caters to student housing. They rent by the bedroom, so I did not know my roommate before I moved in at the beginning of the semester. She was there first and has had three other roommates. Now, she's either ignorant or racist, but there are things that she does that bother me. She constantly asks me questions about, quote-unquote, black things the writer is black by the way um so she says do black people really when she saw me make my dinner one time she said and I quote wow black people really can cook and offered to pay me to cook for her she calls me boo she just seems like an alien that has never met a black person before mm. the thing that annoys me the most is that she is constantly asking me to teach her how to twerk and shake her ass oh, or to Jesus. do it myself I'm actually a ballet dancer, and while I have nothing against ass-shaking, it annoys me that, that, is, that this is all I am boiled down to. Before this whole lockdown mess, it was easy to avoid her. Now I'm stuck with her, and she's getting on my nerves. Last night, she busted into my room playing ass by Big Sean on her phone. Oh, I was reading. Fuck? She had a bit to drink and started to ask me to dance with her and show her how to twerk. I told her no, and she begged me, saying, Come on, I want to learn. I said, it'll be hard to learn with no ass and she actually got super upset about that y'all
1: that's fucking incredible oh yeah she
0: started yelling about how she was trying to have fun with me calling me stuck up and crying in italics she went to her room and left me alone for the rest of the night this morning i said hello to her and she's ignoring me it seems like i really hurt her feelings at the same time maybe it taught her not to bother me idk Am I an asshole for saying she has no ass?
1: Um, mm. Damn. Let First, let me um, s- sympathize because as someone who um, has a MF wagon, I, I relate. People ask me to teach them how to twerk all the time. No, they don't. Kyle, I have a, I, I have a wagon in the same way that a uh, prospector heading west has a wagon. I got that fucking trunk, baby.
0: To get those gold nugs?
1: Oh yeah, (laughs) yeah, King! Yikes! But like, imagine being so fucking like, like that. That just sucks. Good on, good on her for clapping back with that fucking. You have no ass.
0: Yeah, she's like, oh my god, back with her cheeks. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, very good. Very nice. I just love just living with a racist roommate. He's like, oh, you can cook because you're black. <laughs> that would have rule, dude. I had a roommate who was uh, from Mali, my, uh, my oh, second no. year of college. His name was Idris, and he was the nicest oh, guy. God. Idris Alba. I wish. But no, the, he was the nicest guy. Like, I'd be in my room like doing homework. He'd knock on my door. He's like, hey, I made... I made um I made steak and plantains. Do you want some? I like, I'll save you a plate. I'm like, sure. And it was amazing every time. That and rocks. like he never he never asked for anything in return. Like I wish I'd like at least paid him. But like, super cool dude. But like if I went up to him and was like, yo, I'll give you twenty bucks to cook for me, like that would feel at least a little patronizing. Oh, for sure. Uh, oh, absolutely. Like it's those things that and I totally think like this girl, I don't think she's outright racist. I think she was just like,
1: she's just ignorant.
0: I think it, it, it would be someone who has never lived with someone who wasn't white before. Who's gotcha. like, Oh my God, you're black. What do you do? <laughs> and we're like, do all this stuff not to excuse it because after a while, you know, it's whether intentional or not, it's microaggression. And it, I'm, sure it would get annoying yeah. for a person writing it. So like I totally don't begrudge her for like snapping at her. No, absolutely not. Said, it was the funniest possible thing she could have said to her. So funny. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I'm on her side.
1: I, I, I'm on her side too. Henry, how about you?
0: I agree. Not the asshole. Yeah, not the asshole.
1: There we go. Kings. So I got, I got one pulled up. All right. Um, Am I the asshole for not wanting to quote return the favor by having three babies? What's up? I'm going to preface this by saying that I don't think I'm the asshole and neither does my <laughs> wife, but my in-laws all think we are hypocrites and we want to see the other side of this and hopefully use that uh and and hopefully use that to figure out a way forward. My wife and I are both women. My wife and I want kids and we would like to try it if they uh if they could be related to us. But obviously there's an issue there as far as making babies goes. We were considering adoption when my wife suggested asking her older brother to donate sperm to us. I know this sounds batshit crazy, but they're siblings, so they look a lot alike and they're really close. And this is the closest we could possibly get to having a child that's biologically both of ours. The brother said he'd be willing to donate when we're ready and can't wait to be an uncle. Since Since the brother agreed to this, he and his wife have found out that his wife can't have kids. Recently, the brother told us he wants to renegotiate the sperm donor situation. I know this sounds. I know how this sounds, and I wish this was fake. He and his wife want three kids, and my wife wants two. He wants me to go through five pregnancies, and he'll provide the sperm for each one. So biologically, all five kids will be full siblings, but raised as cousins. We get how big a favor he'd be doing us by donating, and we're honestly thrilled when he agreed. But the thing is the amount of time he'd spend creating five babies is about an hour or so and the amount of time i'd spend is nearly 4 years without recovery time i'm fine with two lots of not two lots of 9 months when i was keeping the babies but the idea of carrying those two plus three additional pregnancies when uh, where i don't didn't keep the babies is a whole other thing when they asked my wife and i said no when i when they asked my wife and i said no they asked why not, and our response was that he was asking me to go through three more pregnancies on top of the two we'd agreed on. He then said that if we weren't willing to give him the children, he wouldn't do the same for us. We said that was his right to change his mind, but he was asking too much from us. So now no one is having biological children. My wife and I were seriously considering adoption before the brother's suggestion even came up, and we still want to, uh, to try that. So at the end of the day, we'd, just be just, we'd be just as happy to have a non-biological child as a biological one. However, the brother who doesn't want to adopt has told their mother who has told the extended family, and it appears that just about everyone in my wife's family believes that we should agree to it and quote, return the favor. So basically, if he gives us children, then I should do the same for him, and by the time I'm done, everyone has their desired number of biological babies. The brother and his wife were similarly pressuring us, telling us they'd give us children, so why won't we give them children? And that the two things are the same, and they call us hypocrites because we'd have kids with their help, but won't help them to ha- have kids. Like I said at the start, my wife and I believe we're in the uh, we're in the right, but we want to hear if we actually are not, and what the other perspective might be in order to know how to proceed. Am I the asshole? Well, that's First a lot. Off, it's this a lot. To like the
0: second, uh, second time in a row we've discussed like surrogate. Well,
1: that is true. Yeah.
0: AIDAs. And surrogate Reddit sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> Second off, uh, I'm imagining like the concept of like a CBS sitcom of like right. these kids are cousins, but they're also siblings. Wow, cousins siblings this week <laughs> and oh, it's on in Alabama, <laughs> but like three kids, like so five, like, five. So, yeah. So that's at least forty-five months.
1: Yeah.
0: At least. Running a marathon, but worse. <laughs> that's running a marathon and then realizing you have four more marathons to run through. Jesus
1: Christ! And that and there's no break in between each of them.
0: Yeah, it's that's unspeakable. That like, that's fucking not.
1: terrible. Oh yeah, yeah. Also, uh, I just got confirmation from CBS. They're picking up uh, cousin siblings to series. Oh my God, we're rich. Uh, thank and... you, Chuck Laurie. And, Henry, I think you'll be excited about this. The lead-in, God-Friended Me.
0: Hell, yeah. The greatest show ever made.
1: Dude, you love that show.
0: Cousins, starring Judge Ryan No, as Judge Ryan No, I remember, like, first seeing the trailer for God-Friended Me and just going like, oh, my God, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. I still I, don't know what that show is about, and I don't care. Oh, Henry that. can tell you. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, quick, quick uh, divulgence here to talk yeah. about the CBS show God Friended Me. It's literally about a guy who gets a friend request from God, and he accepts, and God's friend suggestions for him are people that he realizes he can help in the world mm-hmm. that he's never met before. And so, this guy. His job in the show is he has a podcast called The Skeptical Millennial.
1: No, no, The Millennial oh, Prophet. No, yeah. it's called The Millennial Prophet. Millennial
0: Prophet, something like that. And you want to know
1: how I know that, Henry? How? My parents love the show, and they and they make me watch it sometimes. Oh, yeah.
0: And get this. His dad? Oh, what's his a
1: dad? Judge Reinhold. He's a pastor. <laughs> I wish his dad was Judge Reinhold. Damn. That's well, a-
0: the bishop. He's an African American lead, so that'd be a little awkward. No, you know I'm. Uh, you know what'd happen if someone sent me a friend request just under the name God? I would instantly delete it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Ricky Gervais, and I unfriended God. <laughs> oh my God, that would be exciting. <laughs> God sent me a friend request. I bloody blocked him. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? your vase gillette and bill maher star in i
1: blocked god on <laughs> spike
0: oh no hey
1: spike's defunct oh you're right it's paramount
0: paramount network baby. and we all know that
1: show would be on stars come on
0: all hail our corporate overlords at viacom cbs oh so you know how the nfl is trying to expand the playoff uh, yeah, I do now. So they're gonna have like seven playoff teams for each conference, and so they're like trying to negotiate the TV rights, and one of the channels getting it is Nickelodeon. Get
1: the fuck yeah. out! I'm yeah.
0: not. I'm not joking because Viacom owns Nickelodeon as well. At right. Rock and CBS, so they're like here, Nickelodeon.
1: Holy shit! That's so
0: funny. Holy shit. But yeah, uh, five pregnancies at once. Oh yeah,
1: the topic at hand.
0: <laughs> five pregnancies consecutively back-to-back sounds absolutely traumatic.
1: Yeah, that does not sound fun.
0: And to be honest, this kind of comes down to my body, my choice. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And plus, and plus, here's the thing. It's not really hypocritical because when he proposed the three new children, the whole deal was off. Oh Yeah. yeah not even like she had the first two kids and this is like years later and he's yeah. like, guess who's back? Hey, now that I got you here congrats no. on no. your second hey. child. Hey, talk about a comeback. Uh, uh. This person isn't the asshole for saying this, but Henry is the asshole for making that joke. It it. That's fair. I earned that. Yeah. So, what do you think? I say not. Not the the asshole. asshole. Not the asshole. All right. I got one more. Okay. Uh, I do want to say I've changed the episode name to Noid Friended Me. (laughs) (laughs) God recommended me this podcast on Spotify. Yeah.
1: Fuck. (laughs) Noid Friended Me. (laughs) Motherfucker, (laughs) Noid.
0: Uh, am i the asshole for forcing my girlfriend to pay my water bill due to her ridiculous hygiene methods oh this bitch we're gonna be in for a ride on this one i'm sure me 24 male and my girlfriend 22 female of 18 months have been newly living together since the middle of march for obvious reasons we did not live together prior and have only stayed in each other's constant company for a few weeks at a time i have my own apartment as a freelancer and my girlfriend a psychology student usually lives with her parents who are considerably old and not the healthiest as oh. well as being in my girlfriend's words, a bit batshit because of this, we chose to stay together. As for bills, we decided that I would cover her for March and she'd contribute from April using money saved from waitressing her allowance and student finance. We agreed that she'd provide me 200 a month in rent, barely a third, around $25 in similar utility, smaller utilities like wifi and would pay for her own food and split on takeout. I then pay the remaining 650 in rent, cover specific bills, specifically water, and my share of food and utilities. The issue came about when I walked in on her showering in my shower-slash-bathtub hybrid. I noticed from the weird noise that while she was showering, the plug was in the bathtub. I inquired her about it, and she said she was having a bather, something which I've literally never heard of. According to her, a bather is when you have a shower and wash as normal, but with the plug in. After the shower, you then apparently use the dirty shower water collected to have a bath in with some added water for warmth. To me, this is absolutely disgusting. Uh, this is an absolutely disgusting way to use water, which mm-hmm. I pay for, mm-hmm. in the point of hygiene. Her arguments are that it saves water and allows her to cool off. I never thought someone could make my water feel violated, but here we are. <laughs> Ever since... I have <laughs> I- <laughs> I'm dead. Yeah. Ever since, I haven't stopped thinking about it. My apartment is pristine. And And to see my girlfriend use the water in that way makes me feel disrespected. (laughs) Oh, man. It also scares me knowing that this might not be... The first time she's done this in my home, she has her own bath for that. <laughs> to settle my frustration after a couple of days of silent of a couple of days of silent treatment, I sat her down this morning and told her that if she plans to use and disrespect my water in that way, she might as well pay for my water bill. Holy shit. I then showed her calculations for sixty-five dollars per month and told her she would have to pay it stay here and not shower at all to make up for waste or leave. She told me that she can't leave as she doesn't feel like she can stay with her parents, doesn't have a spare $65, and has to shower. I told her she should have thought about that before disrespecting my belongings, and, and she walked off. She's been giving me the silent treatment ever since and is making me feel guilty, which I also think she is the asshole for. I feel like a second opinion may come in hand,
1: though. Holy shit.
0: Okay, edit. Her saving water through this method isn't what matters to me. If you bathe in filthy water, you get filthy. If she's dirtier than before entering the bathroom, then surely the entire shower is a waste? Am
1: I the asshole? That is the funniest fucking thing. That was That was a ride. I
0: imagine him lying awake at night, just unable to sleep.
1: That's my favorite one we've done.
0: She's disrespecting my water. Uh, disrespecting it, my water.
1: She's violating the water, disrespecting she's, the water, and it scares him. That's yeah, fucking incredible. What,
0: what is this guy, a gamer? Like, what the hell? Dude. No, and I love how he... then he'd want her bath water. That is true. true. Okay, so I actually do see his point. Because, <sighs> okay, I'll get to it. But generally speaking, the way to take a bath is you, you fill up the shower, with you fill up the bath with water, and then you take a bath, and then you just drain, put it down the drain, and then you shower off whatever filth you have on you quickly. You know, it makes sense. Like, I get why that would be gross. So technically speaking, I feel like he's in the right, but holy shit, he's such an asshole about it.
1: That, did... but here's
0: the thing. Like, he literally said um, at the end, he was like, it's not that it's not that she's saving water and it's like, well then why are you charging her then? Yeah, why do you yeah. yeah like what's the point of
1: that? I think it's just so fucking funny how he cares that much to do the calculations to come up with a price for her on something Man. that will make literally a sense difference. He's the biggest nerd on the planet. Just to spite what? this guy, I'm gonna do a batter. A bather, bather, whatever the fuck it is. No one knows what how to say. It. It First of all, they're called bowers. <laughs> I fucking it's so I thought this was so funny, and I he, think this is so a tool. up in arms
0: because she's using my shower/slash tub hybrid,
1: dude. It's like okay,
0: she has her own bath, which she better not use to take bathers because it's her bath.
1: Wait, so does. It... They're living together, yeah. but he's pissed that she's using their. Where does this other bath come in? At her parents' she, place? They're,
0: they're, no, uh, she has her own like bathroom, I guess, with her own bath. But oh, it's, I thought. I th- oh, I thought he meant at the parents. I don't believe so. It doesn't really specify.
1: Well, if there's only yeah. one bathroom, either either way, either way, if there are two bathrooms in the in the apartment, the water is coming from the same place. Yeah. So. yeah. So I I think this guy's a fucking douche, and I think he's really funny about it.
0: I think he's a big bitch nerd. He, Tim, do you have the uh, do you have the sound for that?
1: Wait, oh, oh yeah, uh, I oh, have this one. Yeah. I am a little baby.
0: That's the one. That's it. Yeah. That, Dude, that's our final decision on that one.
1: This guy probably pisses in the shower and Eat thinks that. it's fine.
0: Oh no question. Oh, he jerks off in the shower.
1: Totally. Because, in his because if he were to say it, he would say,
0: "I am a little
1: piss baby." Yo, I didn't realize Sal did that for you. He told me that the other day. I know, I made it, but we were talking about it. Oh, yeah. You made it like it was a, a joint effort. It was a joint effort on the two of us. I didn't realize that. I yeah. still hate it. I told Sal that. <laughs> <laughs> All That's of your incredible. Work. Yeah, not great. Not great. Well, Henry, it's time for the final segment. Where we try and find the joy in this godforsaken hellscape that we live in, and we just throw our hands up to the sky and say, "Fuck it, where's the joy?"
0: Um, she was one of the characters on Inside Out. She was. Fuck like... you.
1: <laughs> fuck you.
0: Yeah, well, where is she, Henry? Yeah, where the fuck is she?
1: <laughs> I'm afraid. Ah, oh, shit. She's one of my hormones.
0: Yeah. You know, she's one of my pheromones. <laughs> Ew. It's not even right, but like, you know, we'll go she's with it. Yeah, hey, hey, before we get to the final segment, I need to take a fifteen minute break to tell you that this is sponsored by CBS. So you know <laughs> you know, you're 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 home for a little bit, you know, you're you're jacking off on your couch. You know, I love jacking off, but like, <laughs> you know, you wanna watch something on TV. You know, what? what's your watch on TV? Oh, it's C- CBS Thursday drama lineup. First off, we got uh, cop show number six. <laughs> uh, we got the Blue Lives magic hour. Uh, <laughs> you got, okay, we got after that, delicious. We have... You uh, <laughs>
1: have,
0: have autism is funny. <laughs> Three camera comedy about nerds and how it's good to laugh at them. And you go, ha ha, autism. It's my favorite show. And then we have, uh, we have fuck Island. Incredible, incredible lineup. And then, uh, Hey, black guy. And that's it. So- <laughs>
1: followed Followed by the new show. Followed by the fucking, the new show. Cousin, cousin brothers. Cousin cousin siblings. And yet, and then you
0: have the new show, The Crown Jewel of the CBS Thursday drama lineup, even though it's a comedy. Don't ask me why. Cousin siblings. <laughs> cousin siblings. It's perfect. It's got Judge Reinhold. I don't think, I don't think he's a real judge. Okay. No, okay seriously. Okay. okay. You not get Ryan Reynolds, but you could get Judge Reinhold. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm so, Beverly uh, You go to you go to CBS.com. You enter the the promo code. Uh, you enter the promo code Noid, <laughs> and you get ten minutes off uh, any episode of Mom. All right, back to the show. <laughs> I'd like to welcome the Noid into the studio. All right, <laughs> Kyle. God. You know, hey, Mark. Maron. Oh my god. Yeah. CBS has uh the the educational like early morning lineup. They do. And they literally use it's epic. <laughs> it's like a tackle. Oh.
1: CBS also has a show on Saturday mornings about the United States Postal Inspectors. Really? Yep. That's pretty cool, honestly. <laughs> I guess it's kind of pimp.
0: All right. So where's our joy? Henry?
1: What? Oh, I'm
0: going first. Yeah, you're going. Okay. So, this has brought me a little bit of joy in these times. So, uh, for background, I am a Rochesterian. No, you're not. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm not. Yes, anyway. You. So, uh, in January, Jim Gaffigan was on his tour. Oh, man and he's one of his first stops was rochester so you know he's a he's a food guy and he has a lot of food jokes in his act and he talked about the garbage place a little bit all right which is the specialty and you know rochester staple it is and all of a sudden he got so many invites from so many local businesses to come so he went to Nick Tahoe's, which is the source Mm -hmm. um and you know he made jokes but he was on conan later so he made some like jokes about the garbage plate and you know it's sort of a match made in heaven really if you know it's comedy oh yeah oh absolutely and so so the rochester red wings the minor league uh baseball team here they sent him like a big care package of like merchandise and like stuff for all his kids and for him and he was showing a twitter video of him like at dinner with his family they were like making plates and it was just some super wholesome like like just fun stuff and you know, Rochester's one of those cities doesn't get a lot of national spotlight attention. So mm. right, when it does and it's one of the funniest guys in the world and it's, you know, something that's just you know, wholesome and just fun, like it's it's really nice. So Hell yeah.
1: That's, that's a some good joy.
0: Yeah, hey, what about you, Tim? What's your uh, favorite joy?
1: My joy comes from my dog. Gordy. Ah, Gordy. Good, good. Uh, some good Gordy content. He uh, interrupted my uh, conference call today. And he started licking me in front of my co-workers. And everybody loved it.
0: They were like, whoa, whoa, call HR on this guy. Hey, this guy. <laughs> this fucking guy.
1: Hey. I
0: miss Gordy. How's he doing?
1: He's doing good, dude. He, fucking, yeah. he He's killing it, dude. He's just hey. out here smiling. Pimp. He is
0: thriving in this COVID nineteen situation. He is thriving. Yeah, he's
1: doing what he can, you know. He misses he we send him to a uh, day camp. Why? All right. You're all home. What's that? Why? You're all home. No, like before this, when we were all working. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So um <laughs> you were
0: just like, Well, I we don't well, know what to do. <laughs> yeah. We told, we told the dog to fuck off.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we sent his we sent his ass packing. You don't pay no rent. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he actually misses his friends. He's he's made some good pals at the uh, day camp. Nice. Good for yeah. Him. So that's that's, that's my person. that's my where's the joy. All right.
0: Well, Kyle. mine um right. it's a little bittersweet. It's because um since okay we're getting back into political bit, but like since uh since Bernie dropped out yesterday or suspended yesterday, I have been thinking about you know what his movement has been doing and like how it's inspired me and how it kind of shaped like my political upbringing mm-hmm. as like a young adult and how it kind of radicalized me and right it is it is genuinely insane to see like this is a guy who has basically been on the right side of history for the last 40 years right everything he's talked about everything he's done like even as a young man fighting for civil rights and just like doing things like 20, 30 years before it became politically acceptable in the mainstream. Mm-hmm. Like he, he had a thing in one of his rallies, one of his big rallies where it was like, I have fought some lonely battles. I've, I have voted for some lonely votes, but I don't feel lonely now, which Aww. is like insane to think about. Like even five years ago, if you had talked about Medicare for all, You'd be left like out. You would have been left out of the left out of Congress. And here's a guy who who shifted that uh that conversation so far to the left to where it is feasible.
1: Yeah.
0: I With agree. the current leadership, it's not possible because they would never even think about doing that, but it is feasible. Yeah. And especially now that you see all of these uh systems and kind of paywalls that have just been dropped even in the fact that it's due to an emergency but you can just get do rid it. of them now Yeah. like there's a cap on um some drug maker introduced a cap on i believe insulin, insulin
1: yeah know, like, capped it at 35
0: 35 dollars and it's like why the fuck weren't you doing that yeah to begin with like we know why but like if you can do that so easily now like the, you should never be able to put it back up
1: yeah absolutely
0: like it it is in and just thinking about it, like when he first started running, I was entering college. Yeah. I was a senior I was a senior in high school, I was entering college, and like back then I really was like, yo, Obama was cool, he was epic. <laughs> like I almost I almost, That's way epic. I almost started watching the West Wing in college. Ew. But then like through that and through like really joining twitter more and podcasts and stuff it kind of made me more um and i mean it's not like the whole of it this is this is a big factor but i guess the deciding factor has been within me thinking you know yeah this is stuff that's worth fighting for and worth looking into Mm -hmm. like it is absolutely like the right thing to do Sure. and it's something that he is again always stood for. And I think, you know, he he's not done yet. No. He's still got a long way to go. Yeah.
1: But
0: in the last 5 years alone, he has brought it so far ahead that like there's no there's no real way you can say that there's a left movement in this country without Bernard credit Sanders, to him. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Honestly, fail son. Uh, or uh, Bernie Sanders gets our uh, success story of the day.
0: Bernie Sanders is my success son of the month. Good job, Bernie. Congrats to Bernie. Congrats Please come on the show. Bernie here. Sanders is my ninja gaming victory royale of the week. <laughs> Sponsored by CBS.
1: Sponsored by CBS. I'm my. I'm hi guys. I'm Mark Marin, back again with another ad read.
0: you. Know, you I bet we could get bernie on the show now
1: yeah it's uh, hopefully it goes better than our campaign to get ryan reynolds on yeah
0: yo senator sanders would you consider uh your grandmother a pog <laughs> what uh, what is a pog
1: i'm once again asking you what is a pog
0: um judge reinhold if you're available <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you had a if you had a nice am I the asshole story, you know Reddit, right? Anyway. Yeah. Um, if you had a if you had some Eddie Murphy stories like that would be incredible. Yo, know, Bernie, you've heard of Reddit. Come on.
1: Judge Reinhold, my inbox is open and I am anxiously awaiting a message.
0: No, the DMs are open, Judge. Yeah. Yo, know, we're gonna list now. We're getting Ryan Reynolds, Bernie Sanders, Judge <laughs> Reinhold. Reinhold.
1: You know Fuck it, let's get Mark Marin on.
0: Mark Marin. Yo, no women? That's problematic. <laughs> Yo, no, The I thought Hillary's in the podcast universe now.
1: Hillary is in the podcast universe. We need to get her on the show just so we can yeah, ask her I, some questions. I heard
0: about it, and then uh, nothing has come of that.
1: Yeah, I wonder if coronavirus is delaying the Hillary Clinton podcast.
0: Yeah. Hmm.
1: Which, all right, lesser, uh, you know, give and take with this coronavirus thing. Give and take
0: yeah fair enough. well, uh, I think that'll do it for our tenth episode. Henry, thanks so much for coming on. this is great. Thank a you, Henry. You. you have anything you would like to plug? Um so yeah, I am in a improv group uh, nuts and bolts improv. Uh, you can find the Facebook and Twitter uh, for that voted uh, best comedy group in Rochester twenty nineteen. They're hey. very They're super nice people, super fun to do improv with. Um, We're trying to work our way through COVID like any other
1: entertainment
0: Mm -hmm. entity, but I'm sure we'll find a way out of it and put on some good shows. Are you you trying to do Zoom stuff like SNL is? So they're starting a podcast too. um, Oh, hell yeah. And so we're just trying to figure things out because, again, like we had our spot once a month at a great club in Rochester, but Mm -hmm. we can't right now. Right. Um, and also for me, you can just follow me. That's Henry Leeds, um, because my name wouldn't fit. <laughs> yeah, my, my, my domey thick name. Damn. Twitter, Twitter uh, biased against people with long names. I can fit one T and I have two T's at the end. Oh, damn. It's just the most frustrating thing. That damn. sucks. Honestly, a- te-
1: I'm sending T's and P's to you, Henry. Sending thoughts and prayers your way. No, you can't have more tees. (laughs) Oh, shit. Fuck. How do I delete this?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Henry will put your uh, Twitter handle for both of those things in and uh, let us know when that podcast comes out. We'll promote it. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I will let you know. And hey, you know, if you have another 10 episodes, Henry will be our guest for every 10th episode. (laughs) I I (laughs) love it. I love it. Every episode that ends in zero. Yes any episode ending in zero we will have we'll do a prequel episode episode zero with, um, zero. with that'd be Neil fucking great henry. henry will die at the end of the episode <laughs> we will never explain why he keeps appearing <laughs> in recurring episodes i love it so, that's incredible yeah but yeah thanks again henry no problem thank you for having me anytime boys of course you can find fail Sun tragedy hour wherever you listen to podcasts on spotify and apple Uh, That'll be it. We will see you again on Tuesday. Take care. Later.